big weekend for the Blue Jackets. They have a three-game win streak going. Patrick Laine continues to uh, impress, shall we say, and uh, the Monsters finally won a game. So we're going to be talking about all that and more on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jackets fans. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. And uh, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you. So uh, today we are going to be talking about the win over Buffalo, the win over... Montreal, and also uh, the Monsters finally won a game, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we'll start off with the uh, game against Buffalo, which was uh, a lot of fun, honestly. Um, Blue Jackets went to overtime for the first time in a while, and uh, it continues to work out pretty well for us. Blue Jackets win 4-3 to three in overtime, uh, just a real... A real big game for a lot of players. Uh, Trey Fix-Polanski continued his uh, his point streak. He now has two points in his last three NHL games, or his first three NHL games, I should say. Uh, Jack Roslovic opened the scoring. Great to see him get a goal. It's been a while. Uh, he's at eight on the season. Not a great second period. Rasmus Darlene and Kyla Pozo make it two to one Buffalo. And then uh, Alex Tuke makes it 3-1 to one Buffalo. Uh, Tuke obviously was the main piece of the trade that sent Jack Eichel to Vegas. Uh, he's got six goals on the season. I believe he's missed quite a bunch of time due to injury. But uh, it's good to see him succeeding in his uh, in his new home. I just wish he wasn't succeeding against the Blue Jackets, you know. Uh, luckily, Brendan Gaunt scores his first goal as a Blue Jacket, who I, be- I believe that is the eighth goal this season of uh, a player's first goal with the Blue Jackets, uh, which is which is a fun a fun stat if uh, it did not mean that there was just so much turnover from this team from last season, from a couple of seasons ago, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand scores a power play goal. Power play continues to... Uh, Click along. It's been pretty good in these past few games. I'm kind of suspicious as to what changed, but it's been a while since Arthur Bjorkstrand scored a goal, I believe, so it's good to see him get one. Uh, he's up to 13 on the season, and then uh, that was overtime. Uh, overtime, 16 seconds in, Jacob Voracek is old, he's tired, he wants to go to bed, he does not want to be playing this game anymore, so he just decides that he's going to win this game. That's only his second goal of the season, and he has 31 points. Um, So, you know, 29 assists and two goals for for Jake Varacek. Again, that's 
that's what the Blue Jackets went out and got him for. He is performing exactly as expected. I talked to Rachel Donner and Russ Code, vlogged on Flyers. It seems like Cam Atkinson is also performing exactly as uh, advertised. So just a really solid trade for both teams that continues to pay extreme dividends for the Blue Jackets, for Voracek's career, and uh, for Patrick Lyon and Boone Jenner as well, who have been his most consistent line mates. Uh, He's playing with uh, Sillinger and Chinikov at the minute, and that's a line that I like a lot. I thought they had a really good game in Montreal, which we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, yeah, like I said, Jake Voracek, MVP of the game for me. Uh, an assist on the tying goal. Uh, the game He scored the game-winning goal. Just, he's everywhere. Uh, the Blue Jackets outshot their opponents. They outface off them. Scored on the power play, which again is uh, not to be not to be sniffed at. Uh, I think anytime you score a power play goal, or anytime the Blue Jackets score a power play goal specifically, it should be celebrated as such because they don't do it very often. Um, but I believe they have I believe power play goals in four of the last five games now, which is weird and suspicious. But uh, yeah, fun game. Really, really fun game. Uh, very low on penalties for some reason. Uh, the Blue Jackets like to take penalties, and so it was weird that they have not taken a bunch so far uh, in this game. The only Blue Jackets penalty was uh, Jake Voracek, who, again, he's old, he's been around, he can do what he wants, and John is not here to tell him off. So he loves to take uh, stick penalties, but will forgive him because of the goal and the assist. Um, again, another really solid game for uh, Elvis Muslikins. Not quite as as solid as I hoped. Uh, 24 saves on 27 shots, but it's still, you know, a win is a win, and uh, it's good to see him kind of stringing a few wins together, kind of get his confidence back. Uh, I thought he was fantastic in Montreal, which uh, is what we're going to talk about in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar, because it's the New Year soon, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan, because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but like two weeks in, I want chocolate. And here's the great thing about Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. Low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein. And here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, you promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And it's Super Week. We're brought to you by GetUpSign. There is no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked on NFL podcast. Locked on Bengals and Locked on Rams have been in LA all week covering the big game, so make sure you check that out. And in terms of big games, it was a huge game on Saturday in Montreal. Uh, that was... I didn't know that the Canadians could play fun hockey, honestly. 
Um, but that was a really fun game. And I'm not saying that just because we won in extremely dramatic fashion, but it was just a really, a really fun game. Uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand opened the scoring second goal in two games. He's up to 14 on the season, which is, you know, it's, it's pretty good. If we can see him get to maybe 25 to 30 goals, I will be pretty happy with that. Uh, I think 25 is more likely. Uh, he's missed some time to injury, I believe, but it's good to see him back and scoring. Patrick Laine, uh is a point-per-game player now after this game. He's got 27 points in 27 games, so, you know, I can see why people criticise his defensive play, but a point-per-game player, for someone who missed a ton of time this season due to injury, I'm not going to complain about. Uh, so Patrick Laine had the primary assist on uh, Bjorkstrand's opening goal. That was, I mean, the poor goalie uh, just did not did not have a chance. Uh, that was just a really nice goal. And then after that, both goalies just shut it down, it seems. Um, second period, no goals for either team. Uh, that was a 14-goal uh, a period for the Blue Jackets. A nine, uh, sorry, that was a 14-shot period for the Blue Jackets. A 9-shot period for Montreal. Uh, 18 shots for Columbus in the first period. Sam Montebo was the absolutely the star of this game to me. Uh, you know, yes, he didn't get the win, but he did basically everything he could to do that. He made 40 of 42 saves. So I don't really know what else this team could have, could have asked of him, frankly. Um, Cole Caulfield gets only his third goal of the season. Um, and I tweeted about this a little bit on my, my personal Twitter, but watching him play, I can't believe that, that, Dominic Ducharme has kind of tanked this kid's development as much as he has. Obviously, watching him in the playoffs last season, kid was on fire. He was coming off of a fantastic college season. And then this season, he's kind of struggled. And I think it is because of poor coaching. He looks like a completely different player uh, under Martin Saint-Louis, the, who's the new coach of the Montreal Canadiens. And it looks like, so far, he's saying all the right things. It looks like he's starting to do all the right things. He seems to have the players on his side. Uh, I thought this might have been one of the Canadiens' best games that I've seen this season, uh, for sure. And But yeah, Caulfield looks like a completely different player, so hopefully he can kind of keep that up and keep on rolling and keep developing with, with Saint-Louis, and hopefully this year of Ducharme has not completely ruined him for the future. Um So that was kind of early in the third period, and at that point I was like, right, okay, Overtime again, I guess. Why not? Um, with six seconds left, or I think it was like 6.8 seconds left, Patrick Laine scores on the power play, just an absolute rocket of a shot. Assists to Zach Grensky, Jake Varacek, who hits 30 assists uh, on the on the season. Just, again, a phenomenal season that he's having. Uh, good to see Zach Grensky. Uh, good to see Patrick Liner again on the power play. That's his, I believe, third or fourth power play goal in the last five games. It's it's really, really good to see. It's really a encouraging sign, and that goal was textbook Patrick Liner. We've seen him score a bunch of different goals this season. We haven't really seen him score that, like, Patrick Liner's type goal, the kind of the Ovechkin spot standing there just ripping one-timers and that was that was what that was um I really liked Elvis's comment after the game where he was like yeah that poor goalie like I couldn't have stopped that I don't think if both of us had been in the goal at the same time we would have stopped that 
Line A just sometimes decides he's going to score a goal, and that was one of those moments. And he did it in extremely dramatic fashion, like I said. Six seconds left in regulation. Um, you've got to feel for Sam Mondembo, who, again, had such just such a phenomenal game. And, you know, the chance of two points was kind of taken away by a uh, preventable penalty by Jeff Petrie. Um, but... It is what it is. I'm not sad that the Blue Jackets won. I am kind of sad for Sam Montembeau, who, like I said, 40 of 42 saves on a very bad Canadians team. Like, he was... He was great. MVP. Didn't didn't get the win, but still MVP. I believe he got first. He, st- he still got first star. Um, and then Elvis got second star, obviously. Uh, he made... He made 30 of 31 saves. So that is... That is the Elvis that we need to see, that we want to see, and hopefully that we will continue seeing. Uh, it is a tough matchup coming up on Tuesday. They're playing Calgary, and then kind of it eases off a little bit. Uh, Chicago on Thursday, and then Buffalo again on Sunday. So hopefully they have a good showing against Calgary, and then, you know, anything can happen. We are 10 points out of playoff contention. Right now, uh, Detroit is ahead of us, but they also have three games in hand on us. So really, if we can catch up to Boston, then we've kind of got everything everything to play for. So let's do it. Why not? Um, this this team is, is playing very good hockey at the minute. Um, in a minute, we're going to be talking about a different team that has not been playing very good hockey, but did play fantastic hockey at the weekend. We're going to be talking about the Cleveland Monsters who finally snapped their winning, their losing streak and in spectacular fashion over the Utica Comets. That is coming up next. But first, I want to tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online is back. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props to where the next five coaches going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline where the game starts. So the Cleveland Monsters have not had a great season. They're sitting at the bottom of the division. Uh, We talked last week to Dean Weinheimer of Field Pass Hockey, who covers the Cleveland Monsters and is uh, one half of Monsters Musings, which is the podcast that I co-host over at Field Pass Hockey with her. And we talked a little bit about, uh, mostly about Trey Fitzmalanti and Brandon Gaunt and what they're going to bring to the Blue Jackets. But we also talked a little bit about how the Monsters have been struggling this season. Uh, they had a pretty long win, uh, losing streak going. I think it was like seven or eight games. And uh, a tough, tough weekend, or a tough slate of games this week. Uh, they had a game in Chicago on Tuesday, I believe, which they lost in overtime. And then uh, they lost on Friday night. Uh, I believe it was 6-5 to the uh, Utica Comets uh, after going down 5 nothing in the first period. Again, just a, a a good sign, I think, that the Monsters decided to fight back. And then on Saturday, they uh, held on a, uh, a gutsy, I think is the only word for it, a gutsy 2-1 win for 
the Cleveland Monsters. Uh, goals from Tyler Angle, who has had a, uh, a kind of a rough going this season. He hasn't kind of been the player that I think they needed him to be. Obviously, uh, they're missing a lot of their top guys at the minute. Gaunt, Trofik, Lansky, Carson Meyer, all up with the Blue Jackets right now. So, uh, yeah, just like I said, just a real... A real gutsy win for their first win since, um, it might have been their first win since early January. Their, their last win was a 7-3 win at home versus Rochester on the 22nd of January, and then they lost They lost nine games in a row, uh, including a 7-5 loss to the Utica Comets before that 2-1 that win which I gotta tell you, I did not see coming, especially after, you know, the 7-5 win the night before. I assumed it would be more goals for everyone, but nope, the, the Monsters got it out, got the win. Hopefully, they are kind of back on track. I, I still don't know if the playoffs are in reach for them, but at this point, it's um, not a moral victory, but if you start playing good hockey, then you could do the Blue Jackets' favourite thing, which is to play spoiler to the teams that are probably going to make the playoffs and knocking them down. I feel like every every season, the Blue Jackets do that thing where they are kind of middling most of the season or actively bad, and then at the end of the season, they just decide that they're going to beat all of the playoff teams and mess up the seeding. Um, so it would be fun if the Monsters did that, frankly, and I think that's about... That's kind of their, their ceiling for me right now, I think, is playing spoiler to the other teams. I don't think that the playoffs are within within reach, especially, you know, missing three of their top guys for probably for at least a couple more weeks. If Fix Wolanski and Gaunts uh, continue to impress, they might be up for longer. Who knows? Um, but that's... That'll, that'll remain to be seen. Uh, I'll probably have another update for you next Monday for the next Monsters Monday. But that's all I've got for you today. Uh, like I say, tomorrow uh, tomorrow we will do a preview of the game against Calgary. And I believe we also have another uh, scouting profile to share with you. Uh, I talked to Tony Ferrari about Brad Lambert, who's a very kind of divisive, controversial choice for the draft, uh, but we had a really good conversation about him and about uh, expectations that we put on players that are about to be drafted. So uh, that's going to be tomorrow, along with a quick game preview against Calgary. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and also at L-O underscore Blue Jackets on Twitter. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Make sure you go and make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling have been doing really great jobs over there. So first listen us second listen locked on bets go 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 and uh until tomorrow make sure you stay locked on